0: From BGS, you're listening to The Shift List, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. Support for The Shift List comes from Nomad. Nomad is a Santa Barbara, California-based tech accessory company that specializes in leather and ruggedly engineered mobile accessories. I started using their Expedition charging cable for my iPhone, made out of Kevlar fiber, and this thing is tough. In other words, you can finally throw out the frayed white rubber charging cable that came with your phone. Head to HelloNomad.com slash BGS and use code BGS at checkout to receive 15% off any full-priced items through the end of January. And when you use the BGS code, you'll also be entered to win a $200 Nomad gift card, good for anything on the site, including their awesome phone cases with leather from the Horween Tannery in Chicago. HelloNomad.com slash BGS, 15% discount code BGS at checkout. Andre Prince Jeffries is the owner and matriarch of Prince's Hot Chicken out of Nashville, Tennessee, the original and gold standard for Nashville hot chicken. Opened in 1945 by Thornton Prince, Andre inherited the restaurant and original hot chicken recipe in 1980, and has seen it grow into a culinary trend that's caught on like wildfire in the past few years throughout the US. Growing up in the 1940s and 50s, young Andre witnessed the origins of her great uncle Thornton's restaurant, and it turns out that music has been an important part of their success from day one. Just wait until you hear about the typical late night guests that would stop by back in the day. Effervescent, charming, and sharp as ever, I sat down with Andre at the newest Prince's Chicken Shack location on Nolansville Pike in Nashville this past October.
1: Well, my name is Andre Prince. I've been divorced uh, several years, so I might as well drop, drop the Jeffreys, since my children are all grown. So. But we're here at Prince Hot Chicken in Nashville, Tennessee, Prince Hot Chicken has been around for a long, long time. It started out as, uh, my great uncle called it, barbecue chicken shack. When I took over almost 40 years ago, I renamed it after the family, which was Prince. And we come from Franklin, Tennessee, scattered all around, uh, Nashville also. But hot chicken has been in my family for over 80-some-odd years, started by my great-uncle Thornton Prince.
0: I know that story's been told a lot, but do you want to tell that story a real lot. quick?
1: A Well, it's rumored, because I, I wasn't born back then, but it's just been rumored. My great-uncle Thornton, uh, my grandfather's brother. I remember him as a little girl, because he's been dead over 60 some odd years, and I remember him as a little girl as being tall, very handsome, beautiful, beautiful hair, coming over to my grandmother's house visiting, and they say he was a ladies man. Uh, well, I guess he was. He had been married five times, five different times. That's what's in the state archives. Have mercy. <laughs> so, uh, they say in Africa, they have a chicken called the revenge chicken. And, I, and one of my customers from Africa told me that. I couldn't believe it. I said, well, maybe this is where this revenge chicken came from, uh, Africa. So, so, but we called it hot but but anyway he named it barbecue chicken shack for what reason I have no idea but when I took over I renamed it hot chicken because as a child I remember the chicken being hot when my father would bring it home on late Saturday nights early Sunday mornings when we Get up! We were looking forward to seeing this greasy bag with chicken in it. Never enough uh, for three children and two adults. We only—he only brought no more than two, two pieces home. So you can imagine us snare staring at it, and and tearing it apart, try, trying to get at least one piece in our mouth. So uh, with me having. Being uh, the owner now for almost 40 years, uh, maybe we can get a whole piece in our mouths. (laughs) We have in our restaurant mostly soul music, the old school music with uh, Jerry
0: Butler.
1: And of course the, the Jackson's, you couldn't get enough of that. And uh, very white, of course. Oh my goodness! Well, the music we grew up on was uh, Louis Armstrong, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Sarah Vaughan, and Duke Ellington. All of these, uh, all these old school. Well, I don't think they called it old school then. It was back in the uh, 40s and 50s. It was the big band sounds, big band sounds. With the, That's what we grew up on, uh, and, and I loved it. We also grew up on a lot of country music. We didn't have any soul music uh, radio stations to come on the scene until the 60s. So I grew up on being almost 73 years old, I grew up on that uh, uh, Klein, yeah, Patsy Klein, that's who it is, yeah, that's who it is. I
0: fall to pieces
1: My uh, grandfather would tell us when the uh, Grand Ole Opry closed, on uh, Friday and Saturday nights that's where they would come to uh, would come Bobby it was called barbecue Chicken Shack then. They would come in the back door. They had a back room just for them to come in that back door and uh, the I remember the room being painted green and I I saw this room one time because back then of course they were, uh, places were segregated, so they would pass through the kitchen, or they had a back door. They could come into that room. I remember the room, the green room. And uh, my father would uh, had told us uh, that uh, this is where the white people ate, in this green room. So, and... Uh, of course, we were out front with the jute box and the uh, we still have those benches that they had uh, at the original. We still have those benches and no telling how old those benches are because they were custom made. So I hope nothing ever happens to those benches. Oh wow, that really goes way back. Like I say, they opened at night. But I do remember the benches and I remember that green room in the back. So that has always been so that but that green room was primarily for the for the white customers. If they came in the front door they passed right through the kitchen to the left that was that green room.
0: Wow and so the so, musicians would uh, get off after the grand Opera uh, and, and if they would- when it was
1: over because it was open to 4 a.m. And I'm sure we were one of the, we are, have to be, has to be one of the oldest places for opening late at night. Of course, there was nothing back then to go to that late at night, but there were some people who did work late at night. So um, that's what we're known for, the 4 a.m. on Friday and Saturday nights. What
0: era would that have been? Would that have been in the 50s and 60s?
1: That had to have been in the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s. Well, it's still to this day. We're still, I'm still open to 4 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. I try to keep that tradition going. And there are people out. Of course, there's more places to choose for, like, night now. But back then, you can imagine, it was very, very, very few people, few places open that late at night. Wow, that was way back in honky-tonk day. (laughs) I'm going to pass honky-tonk. Have mercy. I can't even imagine, even uh, growing up in in my early childhood, I didn't eat out at a restaurant until I was 16 years old. Because everything was at home. You know, you've been home for everything. I went to to your friend's house or to your associate's house or church house, and that's it. So we didn't have places, uh, entertainment places to go to. But now it's just widespread. I mean, it's all over. But it's, it, it's people, you feel good when you have music around. It's a feel-good thing. It's universal. It's universal. you got to have that music. It's nothing like it. And sometimes we we play church music. Hey, you know when it gets too wild? Hey, you better put on some gospel music at mercy <laughs> and calm people down because people are drinking. And sometimes on Saturday nights we get people ready to go to church uh, into a more of a spiritual mood. We put on some gospel music. Are there
0: any gospel artists that you like?
1: Oh, of course, all of them mostly, but. Uh, but of course you know aretha was the was the one i tell you See, and then she still is her music forever. You're all I need, baby, baby, to get by. have mercy but uh she she's got something to fit for every soul music for every soul have mercy it gets to you as long as you don't put that rap music on Tell you, it makes you mad, it makes you wanna fight. <laughs> That's what I tell them. <laughs> thanks to
0: Andre Prince Jeffries, matriarch and life force of Prince's Hot Chicken in Nashville, Tennessee. You can try the original Nashville Hot Chicken at two Prince's Hot Chicken Shack locations next time you're in Nashville, or keep an eye out for Hotville Chicken pop-up events around Los Angeles if you're ever in the area. Andre's niece Kim has taken the recipe out west and is keeping the original tradition alive in California. You can also head over to thebluegrasssituation.com for a link to Andre's shift list, including all the music you heard on this episode and more. If you like this episode please give us a 5 star review and tell your friends to subscribe we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all of the places for podcasts. The Shift List is produced by me, Chris Jacobs, based on an article by the same name created by Nevin Martell, originally published over at BGS.com. Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer, with help, as always, from the entire BGS team, including associate editor Justin Hiltner, managing editor Craig Shelburne, marketing guru Joseph Klingel, and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for roots culture redefined. Theme music by Jamie Drake. Check her out at jamiedrakemusic.com. The Shift List is a part of the BGS Podcast Network. Be sure to check out BGS's ever-growing collection of podcasts up right now at bluegrassituation.com. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening.